0: Praise the Lord! Welcome to WL4J Words of Encouragement. I am your host, Sister Alyssa Lane Griffith. I am so thankful to be able to come before you today to just give you a few words of encouragement that I feel led and laid upon my heart to share. Today's topic is, There is Life After Disappointment. So many times we be going through stuff, we have situations that happen to us, whether we caused it or did not cause it, that tend to bring life disappointments. Sometimes we're questioning where we are in our walk with the Lord and sometimes we're just questioning life in general. But I want you to know today that there is life after disappointments. There is a life in God. There is a reason to live. There is something that is going to come your way that is going to change the way you feel right now. But the situations that come at hand sometimes takes longer than we anticipate to get over or not be disappointed in. But that's okay. Each of us has a path to walk. Each of us has a a different destiny to reach. And although we're all striving to be with Jesus in the end of all that we know today, we're all going to take different paths, different ways to get there. We could have the same exact experience but handle it differently than someone else. And this can sometimes lead to different strifes or different emotions unforgiveness, all kind of things that can happen inside of ourselves because we can see what God is doing for someone else and feel that he is not doing the same for us. But there is life after disappointments. We can't look at other people's situations or the things that we are going through with blinders on our eyes, assuming that maybe, just maybe, this one time God has forgotten us. Sometimes it is really hard to lose something that you feel is your heart's desires and you waited for a while to receive, thinking that is what God had wanted you to have. And then you see that it's taken from you and you feel like nothing is going to work in your favor. This is when we need to rely on the word of God. And there's something that I really want to share because there is life after disappointments, but we have to come to an understanding about that disappointment. That disappointment is not to break you, that disappointment is to mold you to look closer to the Lord, to focus on what He's saying, and to keep your peace. Doing through all of it. And sometimes that means doing stuff just out of habit that brings us closer to the Lord. Because we may not really feel it at that moment as we're doing it. But as we do it, we will feel that the presence of the Lord is moving mighty in our hearts and in our minds. And changing how we see things. One of the things that someone always says to me when I'm going through trials and tribulations that sometimes makes me, and I'm not lying, want to smack them because I am saved and I know the word. And a lot of times we have to watch what we say to people so that we don't offend them and their walk in Christ. But that's a whole nother broadcast. The word that is given to me all the time is Romans 8 and 28. And it reads, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are be called according to his purpose. I want to just take that for a minute because I think we need to understand that there is life after disappointments when we read God's word. Because it says that all things work together for good to them that love God. Stop. It works together for your good if you love the Lord. And to them who are the called according to his purpose. Key, key, key. According to his purpose. What I am learning now in my walk with God is a lot of times I think stuff is his purpose and it very, very well may not be his purpose. It may be my purpose, my desires, my wants, and it may not always line up exactly what He wants for us. So why does He allow it? Because I think sometimes God just allows those things to come into our lives because He uses it as an opportunity to mold us and bring us closer to Him. Because most of the time, for those that have been walking with the Lord and love the Lord, when we feel disappointment, we cling to Him, we talk to Him. Now, we may not say pleasant stuff when we're talking to Him. We may ask Him, why, 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 why? And... This recent situation my husband and I have been going through with the loss of our daughters, someone said to me, well, you know, you could be going through a Job experience. First of all, I rebuke that because I don't want to go through a Job experience because Job lost totally everything. And although it was replaced unto him, he lost Everything. 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 Let's think about that. Job lost everything. I really How many of us really want to lose everything? He lost everything. He never cursed God. And everything came back to him. And what I mean, he was replenished. He got another house. He got more witches. He's got um, his wife back or a new wife. I'm not sure um, which one that was. And I need to read up on that. But anyhow, he got more children. And his daughters were the most beautiful in the land and all that stuff. But nowhere in the world does it talk about how he missed what he had before. And the reason why I'm saying this is because he had children who died. Now, there's life after disappointments. And I'm sure he was devastated behind everything that happened to him. And he did have life after that. But does it doesn't mean that he did not feel those effects from his children that he raised because apparently they were all grown because they were all having dinner and stuff without him. And how often do we let our 10 year olds have a party without us? So we know that these are are adult children. So he raised them. He was praying for them, over them and all that because he knew they didn't always do the right thing. So now that they're gone... And although he has new children in replacement, and I'm sure he cherished those children too, I'm sure there was another part of him that was missing those children. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Because after the disappointment of those children, he received new children. So he had new joy, and he had new stuff. And I think over time, especially when it comes with death, over time you always miss that person, but you come to an understanding that these things happen. And that's how we need to get about our disappointments. I believe Job had that thought, and even though this Romans 8 wasn't around when he was around, he had that thought that everything works together for my good. I may not always understand why it's working together in the manner that it's working together, but it is working together for my good. The other aspect of this life after disappointments is... um delighting ourselves in the Lord and the desires of our heart. It's one of the scriptures that I hear all the time. <laughs> and, and and I think we kind of take that out of context. Sadly, we will see a difference um, it, it, when people use it. But that theres we need to read the word. When we read the word, read the scriptures before the scripture and the scriptures after. Sometimes the chapter before and the chapter after so we get a better understanding. One of the things about that scripture is the scripture before it and after it. And this is located in Psalms chapter 37, verse three through five. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. So, a lot of times when we are thinking that we are walking in the desires of our heart because we actually feel that the things that we got are answering our desires, we need to look at the whole situation. Is this really what God has called for me to do? Is this really where God wants me to be? Is this really the situation God wanted me to have in the first place? Was I really trusting in God and doing good? And... Was I delighting myself in the Lord? Was I committing my way unto the Lord? Because if you find that your answer is no in any of those areas, it could be possible that what you have before you is not really your the fullness of your heart's desires. So why am I saying that? Because if that's not the case, there is life after your disappointment. Because you know, Job said the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. And a lot of times we have a problem with that because we seem to think that God's not supposed to take anything away from us and that everything that he gives us, we have to keep. And that it's ours forever. And honestly, that's not true. Because everything's for a season and a reason. And even during our times of disappointment, we can't always understand why things are removed and taken or moved this way or that way. But it's not up to us to understand. It is up to us to keep our focus to God. It is up to us to cleave unto the Lord and continue to focus on Jesus. And when we take our focus off of the Lord and we take our focus off of things, then we begin to see that God has done things in our lives to bring us back to him. The only thing that brings me peace about our two daughters that have been um our daughters were removed from our, our home. Our soon-to-be-adopted daughters actually got removed from our home and placed in a home with their biological brother, which is kind of cool in that aspect, but it's very hurtful. It's very painful. We didn't do anything wrong. Here's this opportunity, and yet again, it's gone. The only thing that has given me peace through all of that is to know the word of God, and not people telling me the word of God, but God bringing it to my recollection when He knows that I'm going to hear it. Because a lot of times people come to us with, you know, everything will work together, and God loves you, and blah blah. But when you're really going through a lot of pain and hurt, you you don't want to hear that, okay can't say everybody I don't want to hear that when I'm really in pain I don't want to hear that I want I talk to the Lord or myself and I just let the Lord work with me Um, A lot of times these things happen for a reason. And sometimes we got to do some inner searching to understand why these things happen so that we can have life after our disappointments. I am extremely disappointed that my daughters are gone. But, do you know, God says there were things that I wasn't doing that was pleasing to him during that time with them. And I don't mean that I was mistreating my daughters. What I mean is that my focus was more on them. When God calls us to a certain specific place in our lives and we're not lined up where he wants us to be lined up, there are things that have to go on so that he can get our focus back. I literally said to the Lord, you got my focus now, Jesus, because you removed my babies. And my husband has a hard time with that because he's like, well, it wasn't the Lord that removed. I believe that God is in charge of every aspect of life. And although it may not be a pleasant thing, I'm not saying he deliberately did that, but he does allow these things to happen. He allowed Satan to do what he did to Job. He allowed He allows situations to happen because he knows that in the end it's going to bring us closer to him. And is that not the part? And the point of our lives is to be closer to the Lord, to live for the Lord, and to focus on the Lord. Because technically, only thing that lasts is what you do for Christ. So when we start thinking about our own desires and our own wants and our own things, we tend to put Him in the back. And that's not where God goes. And I'm not saying that I didn't worship God in the manner that I should or and this is a punishment. I'm not saying that. It is, however, this situation came down is a wake-up call. It's a refocusing that is needed. It's a replacement. It's rethinking how things need to do and how we need to handle stuff. Does this mean that I may never have daughters again? I don't know. I do know this. I know that God is the head of my life. And as long as I trust in him, I do good. And delight myself in the Lord. Commit my ways unto him. And trust in him. He will give me the desires of my heart. And he will bring it to past. And I think a lot of times we just want God to be that gimme, 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 gimme. But we need to worship and praise God and release everything else. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. If God never does another thing for me. Because He has done enough. Every day we awake with our eyes open, we are blessed. And when we stop focusing on the fact that we are alive, blessed to do His will, we stop worshiping and praising Him in the manner that needs to be done. And it is truly God's will. For our lives to line up to His will because He knows what is best for us. So I just want to share with you today there is life after disappointment. There is a life after After your disappointments, whether it's a divorce, whether it's a loss of children, whether it's a loss of job, whether it's an illness, whatever, whether it's trying to fight an addiction, whatever it is, there is a life after your disappointment. The key to that is that you must Into knowing the Lord. Not so you understand why this is happening. Because the why doesn't matter as much as growing from that situation. And cleaving unto the Lord. And allowing his word to dwell in you. So that you have peace and joy. And understanding that all that truly matters is Jesus. Once again, I am your host, Sister Alyssa Lynn. I want to let you know that if you are going through anything at all and you just need someone to talk to, please do not hesitate to contact us. Our, we have a new email address, and I'm working on a new website, but our new email address is wl4j1107 at gmail.com. So if you need us, Don't hesitate to email us. We'll pray with you. We'll talk to you. We'll do whatever is necessary because we are sisters in Christ and we need to be there for each other. Life is too short to be hung up and stuck in a rut and not being able to get a praise or praise the Lord in a manner that is pleasing to him. Our goal here at WL4J is to be here for you. You can also see, look us up on Facebook at Women Living for Jesus, punch it in the search, and we should pop right up. We thank you so much for spending this time with us this today, and I ask that you continue to check in every now and then, because our goal is to start continuing our radio broadcast again. We thank you for this time, and may you continue to shine in Christ. Until next time, God bless.